day three, they did not debunk Christianity in one minute. Pastor Michael, we are back 12 days of Restless every day, podcasting every day, still drinking White Claw. You're still sick, so we must be still podcasting on the same day. I'm wearing some of the old limited edition Restless Christmas time merch, um, which is. You can still get some. Even which, right now, even if it's uh, a little bit late, the Christmas store should still be up on the website. And so, uh, you know, the restlesspodcast.com. Go to the store tab, A Very Restless Christmas. There's all kinds of good stuff there. And there's lots of regular Restless merch as well. That'd be a great thing to to get this time of year. If you're interested, there's White Claw themed merch there. So I just know that there's probably a segment of the audience who, like me, is excited about that kind of stuff. And it'd be great. It's a great time to buy merch since we uh, just entered to win Mark Driscoll's truck. So uh, anyways, but today, Pastor Michael, we are back to doing things that we hope will be uh, not just a joyous this time of year uh, as 501c3s look for every excuse to raise money. and everything. <laughs> uh, We're doing something we hope will be edifying. So, Pastor Michael, earlier this year, I stumbled across a YouTube short around the time we were doing um, our I Believe Atheism is Cringe. So YouTube was serving me up um, videos about atheism. And I found this one. Uh, I didn't watch it all the way through because it's a guy who completely debunks Christianity in one minute. No, no. I'm so, so scared. I, so I'm, I so, I'm so worried about it now. So I thought, Pastor Michael, as uh, you're a pastor, I'm a pastor here. Um, this would be interesting to watch together. And hopefully uh, we could encourage people to continue to bring Jesus to bear in the public square, to not be afraid um, because Jesus is Lord. And so I thought it would be great for us to watch this, um, see what see what this uh, this offering has to offer. And uh, um, let me uh, present our our screen and we can get rolling on this. less than a minute and to do so all right so pastor michael are you seeing and hearing this uh, uh, i hear it yep so he is going to debunk this in less than one minute everybody so um we wish him the best um i'll need my first witness jesus of nazareth okay so jesus teaches in the gospel of john that the only true god is the father who's that the only true God is the Father. For those at the back, the only true God is the Father. If the only true God is the Father, then Jesus cannot be God. If Jesus is God, then he's lying. If he's lying, it means he isn't God. Therefore, if Jesus says the Father is the only true God, he isn't God. If he's lying about the Father being the only true God, he isn't God. Therefore, Jesus debunks Christianity in less than a minute christians you're welcome you know, uh, christianity in less than oh, a minute man well, that was 40 seconds it only took him 40 seconds 40 seconds 40 seconds in one verse and jesus did it right and it's, jesus it's, was it's i mean from that... jesus very words so pastor michael let me look up john 17 3 which i believe is the verse uh he man he mentioned there yeah um, that was pretty brutal um Anytime that you get somebody who says, I'm going to debunk Christianity, look at this one verse. 
of the Bible. It's like, yeah, I know where this is going, right? Like I know, I know you think that you're being really clever right now, um, but you have not actually thought through things as much as you think you have. Mm. Yeah. So it would be, it'd just be interesting. Um, so this is from Jesus's high priestly prayer in John 17. Here's the verse he quoted. By the way, I'm so excited to read this verse out loud. We're reading John 17 on Sunday, by the way. <laughs> um, I'm very excited to read this verse um, to to everyone. Uh, if you're an atheist joining us today, please go ahead and listen to me read this verse. And I'll read a few more verses later just for the for the fun of it. And this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. So, Pastor Michael, that is the verse that evidently completely debunks Christianity. So, interestingly, when you think about um, the way that Jesus uh, speaks of the Father uh, being the one true God and the way that Jesus speaks of himself, uh, the one of the things that you find, especially throughout the Gospel of John, is the reaction of the religious leaders um, of Jesus day who agreed with him, by the way, that there's only one God, um, the way that they reacted to what he said in these different cases. Now, this isn't, um, it, this isn't exactly true for the John 17 passage. Because um, they've already although, decided to kill him. At this because point. they've already decided exactly. On their way to arrest right. him. And they're not, ar- right. It's, uh, you know, Jesus is praying by his disciples, um, not, not um, in some in some of these other contexts, it's much more directly he's speaking to the religious leaders. Anyway, so with that caveat, um, when they hear the things that he's saying, their reaction is not, "Oh, um, he like he's clearly like you know saying that there's just the one God, and that's it." They understood what he's saying in a lot of these contexts is that he is one and the same with God. Mm. Uh, And so then you have to ask, okay, who better understood what Jesus was saying? Um, Is it this guy? Or is it all of these, you know, uh, people in Jesus day who wanted to kill him and stone him because they understood by what he was saying, that he was saying um, that, yes, there's one God and it's me and the father, right? Like I, I'm, and he says, I and the father are what one, um, I and the father are one. And so, um, anyway, obviously this is a, a a mistake as far as this man just assumes, um, something that would, uh, that would not be what's being assumed in the text, right? He doesn't, he doesn't have the understanding of the Godhead of the Trinity. Um, and so he just, you know, goes based on that, which by the way, is the fundamental doctrine of Christianity. Right. And so you're you're just saying you're literally saying, I don't understand even the most fundamental right. doctrine of that makes Christianity what it is. But you're somehow debunking it. Nonetheless, that's, that's what's so joyous about this is like a person who's like, I have no experience with metaphysics. I have no experience with any <laughs> of these things. Um, let me present something. So so obviously false. Right? Like <laughs> this is. And this is what this is the encouragement. Like these things often just degrade to parlor tricks. Yeah. That's all this is. Because, for example, like even if you're like, even if we steel man his case, 
which would be the Gospels are contradictory. Now, I can under actually I can understand an uneducated reader of the Gospels saying they're contradictory because Jesus will call himself God and Jesus will distinguish himself from God. Mm-hmm. But that's called why we're Trinitarian, <laughs> right? Like that, because Jesus doesn't just reveal himself to be God, which he obviously does. This is why, why by the end of John 17, there are men there to arrest him. And that at his trial, when they can't convict him of anything, they finally convict him saying, see, he's blasphemed, making himself equal to the most high, right? Like that's the thing they finally get him on. See, he did it. He made himself equal with God. And why Jesus speaks in a way that would distinguish himself from God is because Jesus doesn't just prove himself to be God. He proves himself to be the son of God. That there is something that Christian monotheism isn't just general monotheism. It's not just the idea that there is a God. It's a very specific God, a God of love, a God of relationship, a God who is the father loving the son and the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. But even if you think the Bible is just contradictory because it's just badly written, let me just read to you like the next two verses right after this. And this is where this thing degrades like in front of your eyes. Again, when someone like, again, if anyone, this is, here's my encouragement to you. If you're a newer Christian or you engage with non-believers, even though the people like this are a dying breed, like this is not interesting to anyone anymore. Um, just ask them like, oh, wow, that's interesting that you have that objection or you have that problem. Have you like read the Bible? Have you read that? Or did you watch a YouTube short of a guy saying, ha, 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 I debunk Christianity in one minute? And their answer, I'll be honest with you, is going to be no. Or they'll be defensive and have to pretend like they did read it. Or, and if you press them on, well, what do you mean that you read it? What it will mean was, well, I watched that video and then I Googled John 17, 3. I saw that that phrase that he uses is in that verse then therefore i read it well it's not that's not what we mean by reading it because if we read john let's just i'm not going to put uh the the few atheist viewers who will be unhappy with this video um uh through reading the entire chapter of john 17 which would like so thoroughly so far beyond what they're capable of right (laughs) thoroughly refute this this point that it would be like by the end, we'd be laughing um, <laughs> and I would be worried I'd be laughing because I'm reading something so sacred that I'm reading yeah. like I'm reading the son of God communicating with God, the father. Um, uh, but it's only and it only be funny because it's just so clear. Uh, but let me just read the next two verses. I've glorified you on earth, having accomplished the work that you gave me to do. And now, father, glorify me in your own presence with the glory I had with you. Before the world existed. Now, if you've never read the Bible, just so you know, God doesn't share his glory with anyone else. God is the only pre-existent being. So Jesus just claimed to have God's glory and share it with God from before the world existed. In this exact passage, Jesus claims to be divine. Yep. In this precise, exact passage. I, I literally don't even know what to do. Pastor Michael, is there a is there a cash out here? Because I just am like, uh no, it's just good to remember just the absolute ignorance of atheism, right? Like it it actually is as ignorant as it sounds. It actually is as ignorant 
as it looks, right? And when it does seem uh, by appeal to be, you know, uh, to to be uh, much smarter than it is, right? To uh, appear to be much more intellectual than it is. Um, usually, it appears that way only because it's couched in a British accent. Uh, but when you see it like this and hear it like this, you're like, wait a minute, uh, this is kind of goofy. And you're right. And that instinct that you have to say, wow, that's kind of lame. Like what that guy just said makes it seem like um, he doesn't actually know how to read or, or he's just got a, an agenda, right? Which is also very likely impossible, right? He is low IQ. He has an agenda or both, right? Like those are the two, the, the, the or the three rather possible options. I think, and, I think and that's true, right? I think, yeah, the select, he's a selective reader. Yep. He's only, he is, he is reading what he's looking for. And I think that again, yeah, and that's what I mean by agenda, right? Like you're, um, you're, you're blinded by your desire to prove something that you want to be true. True. Yeah. And, and so I think, again, I think that the faux, the atheism as the faux intellectual option is slowly dying away. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just, I want, I, again, there are people who don't believe in God and they are not uh, necessarily proud. But I think just this is the sign where it's like the God opposes the proud. God does not reveal himself to the proud. This is what this is. Yeah. This is, I mean, because it is becoming foolish in vanity, right? It's, It's raising yourself up thinking you're so smart. You're so bright. You've so easily destroyed christianity and all it's proven is that you don't know how to read (laughs) like that's that's hilarious that's actually really funny and you've been proved that by a guy drinking white claw and a sick pastor (laughs) and so i i want um and so what i want to do is like i don't i think oftentimes i don't know how to like in your conversation Again, asking people if they've read things and then even asking people, don't be insulting. Pastor Michael and I might be being a bit insulting. I'm, and by the way, I'm doing it intentionally. I'm, I'm not trying to just be like lib and, and mean. Um, I'm like, when I'm saying these things to be like, I'm actually using insults very specifically. Uh, and I mean to, because I think that this is the kind of thing that deserves it, right? Like this is the kind of, you think about how Jesus spoke to those who were so proud and refused to humble themselves before him. Um, He was incredibly sharp. He was incredibly direct. And that's what all, that's all that I mean to do is just show the foolishness and the stupidity of challenging Christ in that way. And Um, now there were those who had questions, who had doubts, but because they were willing to humble themselves, what I mean, Christ didn't respond that way to them. And so I don't, I don't mean to do that. If you're, if you're somebody who's, you're struggling uh, with whether or not there could be a God, how he could be good. If there's so much evil, if you're actually struggling with some of these questions, you have some of these doubts, um, what some of these things mean. um, I get like, we get that. And we're not, we're not attacking you uh, by any means. That's, that actually is an honest place to be. Um, What this guy was doing is not actually. And this is why we want to put, whether it's through sharp language or good questions, have you read this? Have you actually thought about this? Is because what I want to do is here's what we should, let's all be willing to do this in 2024. Let's put aside 
the facade that I have to have a better reason for believing what I do and just put on the table, why am I a selective reader? What am I trying? Why am I trying to come to the gospels this way? Why am I trying to debunk Christianity this way? Because I would rather have that honest question with question and conversation with you about Jesus and why you don't believe in him than this like, oh, here are the five verses that obviously contradict the Bible. Now, if you're doing a Bible study and you have that question, that's a fine question. But I want to know, I want to have a real conversation with you. And and the hope I have in getting rid of faux intellectual atheism is that we can have those real conversations.